Welcome to On the Edge with April Mahoney Brains. Here, this is the spot. Where the conversation is pointed, the guests are sharp, and the responses are never dull. Welcome home, Brains. There's only one requirement to hang out on the edge, is that you open your big brain and close your small mind. Did you bring your thinking caps? It's time to put them on, because the conversation starts to On the Edge with April Mahoney Brains. <laughs> How you doing? You're at the spot. You're at the place. Where the conversations are pointed, the guests are sharp, the responses are never dull. We're going to Melbourne, Melbourne, Australia, to see Vicki Jameson. She's going to talk to us about something that a lot of women talk about. We've talked about it before. But the difference is people's, the way that they address it, the different modalities that they use, how deep they go or how shallow they go. All of that's different because we are all individuals. We're going to talk about hormone health. We're going to talk about our skin, the biggest organ on our body. Uh, and we're also going to talk about burnout because folks get burnt out real quick. They don't take a breath. They don't stop. They don't pause. They just are running on automatic. And that's not good for your health. So let's welcome her to the edge. How are you, Miss Vicky? Thank you so much for having me on your show. I, I uh, feel very grateful to uh, be here talking oh, wisdom to all the wonderful, all your wonderful listeners. Yeah, the brains, they are, you know, they're here to suck up knowledge. And, Great. You know, Men too, they go through the menopause. So you can get a pencil and piece of paper and take down some things and see if you have some strange symptoms or something that you or your partner needs to go uh, to the doctor about. So let's start uh, at the beginning. How did you find yourself in this space doing this work? I've actually had my business for a long time, <laughs> which is going to show my age. That's um, all right. So 30, At least it doesn't show plus... on your skin. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> um, so 30 years ago, I retrained. I came out of one profession and I trained as a um, holistic beauty therapist and aromatherapist, which kind of incorporated a lot of Eastern and Western philosophies together. And that started my journey in beauty, but from an inside, outside, reflective side. So my um, philosophy or belief is that your skin reflects your inner health and your inner health is made up of, you know, your thoughts, your emotions, your physical health, and then also your spiritual health. So that might be, for example, you feel tired in the morning and you look in the mirror and you go, oh gosh, I've got bags under my eyes. <laughs> so so we reflect back and, and other people might not see that. So that's how it kind of started. And then my journey over those 30 years, my personal life obviously impacted um, you know, what I investigated. So learning things from a traditional perspective, theoretically is one thing, but when you're experiencing it yourself, and then also helping clients through their journey, you get a, a, a compilation of what works, what doesn't, what's real. Right. And I guess that's where I've kind of focused on um, stress, 
how stress impacts a whole lot of hormones, gut health, how we feel, vitality, basically, and skin health. And I'm sure that you, you know, that you use these, you work in these two areas too, as well as diet and topicals. Yes. Yep. You know, there's only three ways or four ways that it's going to get out of your brains once you put it in. It's through your breath, it's through sweat, um, yep. it's through uh, elimination, urination or defecation, yep. one or the other, yep. but you got to get it out. And I love that. That's the first thing. If I go to the gym and I don't break some sort of sweat, I don't feel like I've done anything. But the breaking of the sweat comes with releasing those enzymes and also the breath, connecting with the breath. If you breathe yep. and have a little bit of water, believe and trust, you are going to sweat. Also, the cosmetic industry uh, can be a challenge. I was in cosmetics for a long time, so I know. The topicals mm -hmm. that we put or don't put on our skin. Now, Vicki, yeah. I have to say it. There's folks out there, their skin look like leather. It's awful. <laughs> they lay out in the sun and they just cook themselves. They never moisturize, yeah. never moisturize. You have to moisturize. Your skin has to drink. You have to stay yeah. hydrated with water. But please put some lotion on your entire body, not just your hands. Yeah. Because people exactly. look at those arms and they look like fish scales. I don't know what that is. Now, see, you know, from, from babies, black folks put exactly. a little cocoa butter on the baby, put a little coconut oil. We always lather our skin. And that's, you know, our melanin in our skin is, is different. But for the most part, we don't see the aging of that. But the parabens exactly. and the other products that they put in these cosmetics can also be very detrimental even hair dye and color yeah and you know yeah. can impact you did you find that you ran into some of those obstacles in the when you were doing uh, a lot of the work in the beauty industry? yeah absolutely yeah the definitely there's the on the skin and then there's the in the body so on the skin it's that pharmaceutical or cosmetic industry where it's toxins um can your skin actually digest the ingredients that are getting in. So are they a small enough particle? So I know just to go off on the track, because this will be my little tangent. <laughs> if you, the natural um, skincare industry is kind of really huge at the moment, but there's a little bit of misinformation out there where, and you'll know this having been in the industry, is that um, some, some natural products, ingredients in skincare, it's really good ingredient but it may not be processed enough to right. enter the skin because we have a skin barrier, which is there to protect our body, essentially. So it's all very well to have natural skincare, which is great, but it also has to be a form that your skin can absorb it and then use it. So there's the toxicity side of things. There's the, um, you know, say plant ingredients, which hopefully you're using on your skin. And then versus synthetic, uh, and that's another debate. And then also there has to be some form of what I call anti-aging. So if you right. want your skin to use an ingredient and then repair itself, heal, and then turn over to get glowing skin and to keep your skin being vibrant, it has to be getting down to the bottom of the skin. So that needs right. some so kind like, of peptides. Yeah, like serums and, and things of that. Serum. 
you know, yep. go and get some samples and try it before you invest. Exactly. They have serums, everything from twenty nine dollars to fifteen hundred. Yeah, exactly. And it said, doesn't oh, need to be complicated. Yeah, doesn't need to be complicated. You can keep it really simple, but really effective. It's just knowing um, the first thing is toxic free. And then the second is getting some anti-aging tech in there uh, and then using as natural ingredients. So plant extracts is what I recommend because your skin is very similar cell structure to plants. So therefore we absorb it. We can utilize it, use it for energy. Mm -hmm. That's good. Yeah. But you know what? You can buy the most expensive $1,400 serum. You can slather on. I love olive oil. I use straight olive oil just on my yeah. skin. I love it. Yeah. Uh, that, but if you don't have your head around it and you are stressed out, it will make you exactly. look like you're 500 years old. I have seen some young women that I'm like, you know, you look older than your mother. I wouldn't say it to her face. She's probably scratched my eyes out, but <laughs> it's, it's that stress. How do mm. we, um, how do we deal with that? I mean, you know, there's a whole lot of remedies. You can be anything from medicated to meditation, but where should we begin? I think it's with identifying what it is and trying to find the root cause. Would you agree? Yeah, I agree. Definitely. And so some of it's mindset and some of it is our, our in modern environment. So mm -hmm. toxins coming in. So whether we are breathing it, you know, having it in our water, unfiltered water, food supply. So nutrition plays a big part. So cleaning that up and, and we can talk about that. But also uh, I have this philosophy that I kind of, you know, we can talk high level or you can get really nitty gritty with it. And it's eat, breathe, move. Mm -hmm. So from a stress management perspective or how we manage ourselves so that we have the capacity to have a more fulfilling life, to be more vibrant, have energy, right. sleep well, oh, sleep <laughs> all those kind of, sleep is incredible. So uh, we need to eat. So like nutritious food um, and then move, move our bodies. Like you mentioned before about sweating. So we also need to actually exercise, but, but the actual flow of movement helps us move through thoughts and emotions uh, it can be very spiritual we can have um, great um, brain waves <laughs> so right. if you're thinking about getting stuck in in your head about stuff you can go out for a walk and you can find solutions because we've switched our nervous system out of that fight or flight mm -hmm. and we're now accessing a different part of our nervous system which is on problem solving creativity um, you know finding solutions so that kind of thing from a movement perspective, it doesn't mean you have to go sweat it out at the gym every single moment. No, uh, you know, and then, but I, I tell and and mix it up. You know, you sit yeah. there and you're looking at that little size seven hottie. We all hate her. <laughs> <laughs> and she and, and has her makeup on, Vicky. I'm like, oh, <laughs> you know, who does that? But yeah. I, you know, I get it. But she's there and she's on that elliptical, honey. She's on there with the tight little buns and she's on that sucker for 45 minutes. Okay, that's yeah. fine. But you have to be careful that you don't overdo it exactly. because there's a lot of people that are trying to get that perfect uh, internet image 
and yes. it turns the into Insta- body just the Instagram image. You know, right. Yeah. And then you got the young kids that are just, you know, I want to look like her. I want to do this. Well, they don't realize mm. all the work that's been done behind the scenes. And then after they bring it to the forefront, they're still doing some editing and some filtering. You just have to be yes. grounded in who you are. I don't care if you're a size mm. 24 or you're a size 14 or you're a size four. You have to mm. love who you are at this particular point right now. Yep. Not, exactly. well, oh, when I lose 20 pounds, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. Well, you know what? You might not ever lose that 20 pounds. So what is it? And and that's that beauty from within side of things. Once you're happy within, and that sounds like, oh, that sounds like a pipe dream kind of thing, mm-hmm. but that's the whole groundedness or the breath side mm-hmm. of that philosophy is that it doesn't mean you need to meditate for, you know, two hours a day type thing. Take five minutes or take a moment before you eat if you're struggling with weight. You know, it's just taking moments to be mindful. And again, mindful is a big word at the moment. It's very trendy. But all it means is the present moment, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. also the presence within yourself. So whether that's through your religion or whatever your belief is, to be grounded, then you are more centered, happier within. And that happiness within shines throughout your skin. So if people are wanting that vitality, it's coming out, you know, through the eyes of the behold. Beauty is in the eyes of the beholder. You know, though all mm. those sayings come from that inner glow, that inner beauty, and that's from the self confidence. You can tell a lot by a person's uh, their eyes. You can tell a lot by their teeth. You can tell a lot by their tongue. You know, I know yes. that I had an examination when I was in Asia, and it was minimally evasive. They didn't draw any blood. They didn't. Uh, you know, probe or prob, he just kind of looked and he could see almost the window mm. of my soul. So you have yes. also um, worked with individuals with burnout. Tell yes. me a little bit about the work that you do. So it's looking at where women are and, and this evolved from a time in, in my business when I set up my business, I was 25 And then at 29, I went through burnout. In those days, this was in the 1990s. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It it wasn't called burnout. It was adrenal fatigue. and um, But it took like four years because every professional I went to said, you're you're typically healthy. Uh, What's wrong with you? Why are you here? But I knew deep down that I was struggling to get out of bed, had had no energy, all these kind of things. So that's kind of where it stemmed from. And then taking all the wellness side of things. So where I work now with women is taking them where they're at. So there's a variety of levels of burnout. So we might catch it early or it might be at the far end (laughs) where you're totally Mm -hmm. adrenally exhausted. And then we slowly work you back. So, So we look at that whole wellness wheel. So nutrition, movement rather than exercise, rest sleep how what you do for emotional health who's your social support crew um who's your wellness team then all the little pieces of the puzzle that fit into that and it's more um the hand holding so you can know something but if you're not doing it then you don't come up with your little challenges so it might be like okay eat this and it's accountability too you know 
Yes. You've got, that's yeah. what your cheerleader is for. That's what your coach is for is to really yes. kind of be there to remind you to be a constant reminder. Um, I'm doing a food tracker right now. And at first I thought it was so annoying. Um, I didn't do, I partied a lot this weekend, so I didn't do it. Yes. <laughs> I, and the only person I'm lying to is myself. I mean, there's nobody That's else it. to be accountable to. And I had that conversation yep. with myself. I was telling someone else that, you know, I said, April, you show up for everything else. You show up for events, show up for your clients, you show up for the podcast, you show up for your husband. But are you showing up for yourself? And no, I wasn't showing yep. up for myself. So now I do this food tracker and it's really fascinating to see where I think calories and sodium and cholesterol is coming from. It's not that it's something totally different. And it's yeah. a challenge. It's like almost being in Vegas. Can you hit that number? Don't go over that number. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And so when, I first, when I start, yeah, start working with people, they're like, I said, what's your diet like? Oh, my diet's pretty good. I hear that all the time. I'm, right. I eat pretty good. So it's like, okay, exactly what are you eating? So doing a food diary is perfect because you have this perception. This is what I've found. We have this perception in our head of what we're eating, but is it reality? And then what are we drinking? What are what are all the things going in our mouth? Right, right. And then the drink, also, what are we calories? Yeah, drinking the calories. And what are we telling ourselves? Are we validating? Oh, I've made it through the day, I can have a wine. Right. Well, what are you ha- what are you really having the wine for? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's look at other options that we can fill that void. Does it doesn't yeah. need to be wine. It could be, you know, sparkling it's, water it's with about a consistency and discipline, you know. Yeah. Cuz I was yeah. in Los Angeles and I ate everything I saw cuz I don't have those restaurants here. It was absolutely delicious, but now I look like somebody stuck an air hose up my butt. Really, my stomach's all bloated, you know? I don't drink sodas. I had a couple sodas. I had several cocktails. All that's coming to haunt me. Now I got to start kind of virtually all over again to get that bloat down, to get that number down. But I know what to do. But it's not about it being an on and off switch. It really needs to be consistent. And so when I go somewhere, you know, I'm going to Las Vegas this weekend. There's some great restaurants, but, you know, we'll go, Mm -hmm. we'll have dinner or we'll split it. You know, you have to look at it and portion control. The portion control, I really never paid attention and now I'm doing it. A cup is a whole lot of food. Yep. You know, your stomach's only so big and you're trying to shove in, you know, three, four cups of this and that. It doesn't work. Then you have to eliminate. And that's very important too that, you know, I tell people all the time, you got to look at your elimination. You can see if it's discolored. You know, I just learned this, that diarrhea is a part of constipation. Correct. Well, it's just your colon's not working right. It's not working right. So you got to get it to work it. Um, Speaking of working, you're working with women to help them thrive through the menopause. Girl, you got your work cut out for you. But (laughs) there there again, that food journal, it saved my life because I could see what my triggers were. I could see how long it took my body to react by the time I took a certain thing or didn't take a certain thing. Uh, Your your circadian rhythm and getting that under control so that you get that deep REM sleep. Give us some other suggestions, Vicki, on, you know, people that are struggling because you know what? They go through the menopause too, not always naturally. Sometimes yeah. it's done because they've had to have surgical procedures, you Correct. know, or sometimes yep. they're very young. 
So yeah, you know, how do you do that? Some people are going to need, you know, the jab, some a hormone yes. replacement there. Hormone replacement, menopause treatment. So everyone, I think that's the key thing to remember is that everyone's journey is different. And so what's right for you might not have been right for your girlfriend or your friend down the road or your neighbor. So it's really trying to get in tune with your body initially, like what makes it feel good if, and, and like having that food diary. So, okay, I eat X, Y, Z for lunch. How do I feel an hour later? Does it make, is it giving me good energy? Does it make me feel bloated? Am I going to the toilet? <laughs> How am I going am to I the sleep? toilet? Yeah, am I sleeping? You know? Am I sleeping that night? You know, do I have weird dreams? <laughs> Things right. like that. Do I get cranky or hangry? Um, am I putting on weight in a certain area like belly fat is a classic, or I call it the back veranda. So under your bra strap. So mm -hmm. that's more to do with liver health and detoxing. You can start body brushing as a really good way of helping your elimination and your liver toxin. So yes, we look at foods so less inflammatory foods um also how when you eat so your windows of eating right. and not i'm not talking about intermittent fasting i'm talking about um regular to get into your circadian rhythm so right. everyone's Absolutely. slightly different but we can you know follow a pattern and then the, the classic is how much protein are you eating and again most women say i eat lots of protein or I'm vegetarian, so I, I'm well, okay because I have. You know, I'm glad you said that. I was looking for some. I'm going to do that too this week. I'm going to put that on my list. Find a really nice vegan yes. restaurant. But I tell you something about that protein. It's not as easy to find as I thought. Correct. Yes. You know, people and think, also, oh, you know, I'm going to, I'll get the protein from meat. Well, the body was really never designed and consumed to eat meat. And if you look at the strongest animals in the animal kingdom, they're vegetarians. Exactly. So I don't get that. But when I looked at my food journal, I saw something that really scared me. I saw that the protein and the cholesterol are boyfriend and girlfriend. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they have a relationship. So if I want to pull back on the meat, there's only so many nuts I'm going to eat. You know, yes. eggs. You can have two eggs and that's your cholesterol for the day. You have those two eggs yeah. all week long. Now your cholesterol's up. Where do we find the protein? So you, it, every, again, everyone's different. And if you're vegetarian, it is going to be from legumes. And mm. that's pretty much it. So chickpeas, um, lentils, all those kind of things. However, <laughs> saying that, you have to soak it. So there's a lot of preparation with vegetarian. And I think in today's world, we want vegetarian to be very quick and fast. Vegetarianism is meant to be slow cooked, in my way of thinking, for your body to absorb the nutrients, for it to break down and use the enzymes correctly. Otherwise, you can get a lot of bloating. You um, And you want to feel full, but not overfull. So you don't want to feel stuffed because you don't get other nutrients in. And then it can work on elimination issues. Or you want to have a little bit of meat, say like with fish. Uh, if you look at those animals, going back to those animals, most of them would eat fish or, you know, other small animals. Or if they're plant-based, if you're thinking back dinosaur day, <laughs> plant-based, they're eating, consuming a lot of vegetables. 
and a variety. Honey, you look at like, like the you... elephant. You look at the silver elephant gorilla. You look at the rhino. Correct. Yes. They don't eat meat. Giraffes. Yeah, they, they don't. don't. But they're having a variety right. of and, the lion, and a volume. The lion only eats the water soluble part of the body. They don't eat the skin. You know, they eat no. the liver, they eat the kidneys, that kind of stuff, and then they yeah. leave the rest for the Organ old buzzards. <laughs> <laughs> so they're eating the protein rich or stuff that's got very high amino acids in it. So again, it's protein focused. So whatever your diet, and I'm not pro one or the other, but I just want you to have a balanced diet so that you have proteins, so that you have carbohydrates, because that's how your brain functions. And as we get older, it's how it's a healthy way to work on healthy hormones, healthy neurotransmitters. We've got to think about as women particularly, but guys as well, um, Alzheimer's and dementia strokes all of those things so that we have clarity cognitive function um, we're making good decisions that needs amino acids you need carbohydrates for that um, and then you do need fats again for all those as well sure. hormones brain heart cholesterol right. so essential fatty acids rather than rather than other fats right and again the yeah. best way that to take all the guesswork out of it because I didn't want to count calories. I didn't want to be bothered mm. with that. But now I'm looking at it and I'm like, oh my God, it's lunchtime and I only have 300 calories left. What am I going to eat? <laughs> and sometimes you're not hungry. Sometimes you're actually thirsty, but you got to turn mm. it off. If you're pouring into this container for 12 hours, you need yes. to give it at least 12 hours to digest and go through the process yes. because we can't see it. It is yes. a very intricate breakdown of what is separated, what's processed, what's released, what's used, what's stored. Yep. You know, the body is a machine, brains. It really, really is. It so is let's a machine. ask you some fun questions, Vicky. If you could time travel. What period yes. would you go to and why? Wow, time travel. I'm a bit of a futurist, if you like. I love all the science fiction stuff, quantum physics, all those kind of things. If I could time travel, I think I would go to outer space, but like maybe a next galaxy. <laughs> there must be one out there. Well, hang out with, uh, what's his name? Elon Musk. He's running a shuttle. <laughs> well, my, I don't know. Maybe uh, some other um, <laughs> thought leaders out there. He's one of the he's one of the innovators, one of the pioneers. If you were an appliance in the kitchen, what appliance would you be? Uh, I think I'd be a blender. Why? I, I blend all the time. I make smooth. I'm a bit of a smoothie queen. Yeah. I make smoothies for everything. Okay. <laughs> I'd be the dishes. Dishes. I'd be the di I'd be the dishes. Yeah, I would. Uh, you know, I like to lay it out. I like it to be pretty. I like the presentation. Um, you know, and and it's a way to serve. I think that it's a yes. proper way to serve. So I would be the dishes. That's a good analogy. Yeah. If you were an animal, what animal would you choose to be, and why? I think I would be a lion. Really? I think I. Yeah. A lion, because you know what? You can you can be kind of calm 
You can also be um, looking at your prey, mm. but then you can make fast movements when you want to and get what you want, and then you can just chill the rest of the time. Yeah, that, and that's what I said. They, they just love to lounge. I go to the zoo, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, if you don't hit them between four and six, you might not see the yeah. lions because they're, exactly. they're stretching and laying out. Uh, and don't let it yeah. be a couple of lioness in there and one male. It's just all over. I think I'm yeah. going to be the party animal. How about that? Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me the last book you read. Uh, the last book I read. You know what? I read the, um, oh, what was it called? And it's a show now on TV. It was hilarious. It's called the and it was a fiction book um the chemist no it wasn't called the chemist it was called it's on tv it's really really lessons in chemistry oh i haven't seen that have you seen it they've made it into a show and it's a little bit women's lib but uh it was set in the 50s and 60s and it was about a woman scientist it just it tweaks my scientist brain Absolutely. And um, yeah, they tried to stick her in the kitchen and make this cooking show. It is hilarious. If you yeah. haven't okay, well, I'm gonna check it read out. the book, I'm gonna check it out. Yeah, check, check it out. Last book I read was Atomic Habits. Oh, great book. It's a great book and it was so simplistic. It was so easy. I've incorporated at least three. You know, yeah, mm. you want to be able to, to, you know, from cover to cover, but that's not realistic to retain it. But I really yes. started implementing three new habits, uh, being able to combine habits, you know, yep. so that really helped with exercise. I got a little bike peddler up under my desk. So when I'm editing, I'm pedaling. Oh, great. And, you know, gardening. Gardening is wonderful. Yes. I just redid my garden. And you can go out there every day, trust me, Brains, and find some weeds or something to do. You know, yep. Absolutely. You can do that. Do you have children, that, Mickey? I do have children. I have two children and a granddaughter, actually. So my I have uh, a son who is 25, going on 26, uh, and a daughter who is 22. So, uh, and then a granddaughter. She's going to be four in a week's time. So, so um, you're into that four-year-old as a grandmother because a grandmother is sweeter, gentler, wiser, and kinder. What are you doing to set her up for success? Well, actually, I have her one evening and one day a week. So I have her for sort of a 24-hour period of time just to help them out. And, oh, my gosh, it is so different being a grandmother than it is being a mum. <laughs> so you can play with them. You can just – I feel like it's my wise woman um, give back time. to, But also for her to give to me because, you know, it's the young, the – the questions, the play, um, you know, the wonder and everything. We can go and literally take a walk down the neighborhood and smell the roses and talk to the neighbors. And there's a there's a new excitement about every single thing. Oh, look at the birds. Oh, look at the trees. Mm-hmm. It's it's a great time. Um, the only thing is the energy side of things. They are so energetic. Oh, I know. I <laughs> um, know. So, it's yeah. like you're looking at your watch. Okay, is it nap time yet? 
But we can, only such be, that. we can only be so lucky to, you know, have that childlike innocence, to have that curiosity, to, you know, want to go to a futuristic place, uh, yeah. to be, you know, to be a blender, use our creativity, mix to things be a up. Blender. Exactly. So you use all of yeah. those things to help individuals come up with the best recipe for success from the, literally, from the outside. From the inside. In, you know? Yes. Uh, because yes. it, takes, it, it takes effort, but it also takes ingenuity and it takes coaching. And I really appreciate the fact that you have done this. You know, sometimes people get into the beauty industry and there's like, okay, well, let me just sell this serum and let me just do this. Yeah. But you've really gone beyond that. And you said, you know, I want to make a difference. I want people to understand what they're doing. If they still opt to do it, it's not like anybody didn't tell you, correct? Yes, Correct. Yep. I just want every woman to sort of feel the best they can possibly feel. And it doesn't need to be hard. I think that's a. And it doesn't have to be overly expensive. Now I do recommend a massage. Like you said, I went, uh, where was I? I was on a cruise ship and that was the first time that I got the body brush. Uh, and yeah. And so I got it now and my husband's like, uh, what are you doing? I'm trying to, you know, circulate those, that lymph note, those lymphatics. Yeah. Get all that yep. blood flowing and stuff. Cause when you sit at a desk, you're stationed yeah. and then you've got yeah. sciatic problems. You guys know you do. Uh, so you just really have to take all that into consideration. You are so wonderful. Thank you, Vicki, for being here on the show. Please tell my brains about your program, how to get in contact with you. Uh, and so that they can work with you. And she's virtual. Sure, so, you don't have to be there in Melbourne. <laughs> no, you don't have to be in Melbourne. I do two online programs. So the menopause one's called Thrive Through Menopause, and it's available on my website. Um, so I'm sure you'll be putting the uh, show in the show Absolutely. notes. My website is betterbody.net.au. Yep. Thrive Through Menopause. And then I have my mentoring program, which is more one-on-one coaching, and that's Beat the Burnout. So super excited to help women be the best. Exactly. And, you know, the, the burnout can, um, it can wear you down. But I think, in my opinion, the, the best thing to do is to be aware of it. Don't try to pretend yes. that you're not stressed or, you know, mm. delegate. Ask your husband yeah. to go to the market on the way home from work. Ask your yes. neighbor to pick up the kids for you. Send them to Becky's house and play with the granddaughter. (laughs) (laughs) Come and watch Moana with me. (laughs) Yeah, you you have to be able to, again, off board a lot of the stuff. Delegation is important. Loving yourself, being gracious and being Mm. gentle with yourself, you know? Exactly. Um, Yeah. You you absolutely deserve it. This is the only life that we know of that we can validate right now. And so I Correct. suggest you do that and get a good skin moisturizer. <laughs> so, Please get a good skin moisturizer. Your and skin an exfoliator, will love it. Right. And an exfoliator yes. because you got to get that dead yes. skin off first. Don't just try to pile exactly. some, some oil or lotion on top of that crust. You got to get that off yes. so that the skin can breathe. And it will, I'm telling and you. And take it in. Exactly. And you see that beautiful degolete <laughs> or your arms or you have, you know, I see a lot of people with acne on the back of their arms and, and things like that you can get rid of that stuff brains and your skin can yep. just be like beautiful glowing yes absolutely yes i'm gonna ask you one Any question. Say. 
yeah, this is back to the animal thing. Are kangaroos vegetarians or do they eat meat? Kangaroos, I think they, so I'm not Australian. I'm actually from New Zealand and I moved oh. to Australia 10 years ago. So uh, I didn't really study kangaroos, I mean, but I think they just eat uh, leaves. Okay. But kangaroos are not in New Zealand? No. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, I guess it would be quite a trek to try to get over there because I went and I tell you those those kangaroos are they're something else they were everything. very big very big they can be very aggressive you know so you just have to be careful with that but yes, that's a yes. side note Rains we're gonna put you in our pouch like a little joey <laughs> oh no nice, and take dude. care of you oh thank you so much I'm also on Instagram too if you want to reach out to me uh your listeners there instagram and facebook well go in i need you to like love share and subscribe right here if you forget where you are you forget something about vicky she's gonna be there she's gonna be posted up she's gonna be on all these different podcast outlets um to really share with you this information you can go back rewind it share with a friend it's nice it's easy it's relaxed it's not one of those talk at you we're talking with you because we care about you so thank you so yes. much Vicki Jameson for being here on the edge come back and see me again mate you're welcome thank you mate <laughs> <laughs> bye brains bye <laughs>